there. You're listening to the Body and Soul podcast, Healthy-ish. I am Felicity Harley. Get this. The average person will spend 90,000 hours at work. So that's nearly a third of your lifetime. And often we're thrown in with a bunch of people we'd never even invite over to our own homes. So whether you like it or not, these relationships matter and they are the ones we need to work on. Well, so says Alison Hill, my guest today, who is going to share a few simple tips on how to do just that. She's a psychologist, host of Stand Out Life podcast, CEO of Pragmatic Thinking and the author of a new book, Work From Anywhere. Now, we keep our healthy episodes quite short, but if you want to hear today's full interview where Alison gives her expert advice on how to nail the work from anywhere thing or work from home, wherever you choose to work, actually she's got some genius tips on productivity and beating procrastination. Search for Extra Healthyish wherever you get your awesome pods like this one. Welcome to Healthy-ish and congratulations on your new book. Now, it's really about how to work from anywhere and still be part of an awesome team. So I wanted to talk about, you know, how you can contribute and be part of an awesome team. Why is it so important to take stock of our work relationships, you know, regularly, I suppose? Oh, absolutely. And and, uh, great to be chatting with you. For me, I think, you know, work and life, they always have coexisted, but the way that we're working now, they coexist in a way like we've never before. We now have our colleagues in our homes (laughs) virtually through video conferences. Uh, Some of us are co-working with colleagues from completely different organisations at our dining table. Um, And so, you know, work... We often talk about work is a third of our life. So if you think wow. most wow. should be spending Yeah, <laughs> well we lot. should be spending, say, a third of our life sleeping, technically. <laughs> those those with kids or young kids, that's not happening. Um, you know, and if we're working across a career, it's about a third, and then we spend for the rest of our life. And so those relationships with work are so core to how we're sleeping. If they're not going well at work, we don't sleep well, we toss and turn and they can impact the other third of our life. And so checking in on those relationships, connecting in, investing in those can mean a much richer experience in our own work experience. So how, I mean, what are the best way to go about about this like how can we I suppose be a better team player but also value because often you're thrown in with people that you don't you wouldn't choose to sit next to or across from or whose habits of eating hummus or whatever it is or carrot sticks really loud is is not for you so how do you know how can we deal with this and be a better team player (laughs) It's like an arranged marriage, isn't it? It is. (laughs) Put together and go figure it out, get along. Exactly. Uh, So I think the number one thing is to care about being part of a team. So it starts with that level of what do we care about and how can we invest in those? Any relationship, whether it's a personal one, a work one, requires a hero. It requires someone to 
lean into and step into that relationship. Um, and so often if we're the ones waiting for someone to ask us how we are, we can be waiting a long time and then those relationships can you know, either not be formed at all. So for me, I think it's about being the hero. It is about with our um, hummus crunching, <laughs> carrot crunching <laughs> friend, sitting and just asking them, getting curious about who they are, where they've come from, what are they interested in, what roles have they had before, what are they excited about and how in their life. And I know you love chatting with people and you've connected with such amazing people. I just get blown away about how fascinating people are when we spend the time with them and everyone has a story. So care about being part of the team, prioritise taking the time and, and truly connecting with people. So really it's just, I mean, to be a better communicator, it's just about asking people you know, how their weekend was, how their day was and, and communicating that way. What about if you're having conflict with someone, you know, if there is someone who perhaps drives you crazy because they eat carrots or drink Coke and burp really loudly, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's hard to have these conversations and, and especially now office time is limited and that's what you talk about in your book, you know, we're all working from home. So you, you're less likely to sit across from someone and be able to go, hey, that burping is really pissing me off. <laughs> Not that you say the that thing anyway. about an office, no. <laughs> the thing about an office is we could deal with it in the moment, right? So you, so you can have that comment about the burping within seconds after the burping. But because we're now working, whether it's remotely or in a hybrid fashion, we might see someone in the office, but only for 20 minutes and maybe not now for another two weeks, um, there can be a big latency between the incident or the thing that frustrated us and when we might catch up with that person again. So how do we navigate this? I think is, again, it's to kind of prioritise calling it out because what happens in that time, that space in between, is we tell stories, we make assumptions, we make it bigger than what it is. All of a sudden we go from someone who burped and that was really frustrating to all of a sudden they burp all the time, they've always done it. <laughs> They're doing it on purpose and we create these 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 bigger stories than what they are. So how do we do that? Um, actually carving out time. So actually saying someone, hey, look, I really want to connect with you. There's a few things I want to talk about how we can work better together. So I really want us to kind of connect better. better. Is there a time this afternoon we can catch up? So, so actually scheduling in these conversations that normally in an office environment might have happened ad hoc, they do require a bit more conscious effort. Uh, Brene Brown, who's one of my kind of all-time favourites, she talks about clear is kind. The kindest thing we can do is be clear with someone about what might be frustrating us and annoying us. Um, so really, and and using the language, and again, this is Brene Brown's, of the story in my head. So the story I'm making up is that you're burping on purpose. And I'm, I'm using that as a frivolous yes, example. Yes, yeah. But the, the story I'm making up is a really powerful way to come into actually what, are, what am I assuming here? Maybe there are things that I don't know, but at least I'm having the conversation and calling it out. Are we better to pick up the phone or is it email or, you know, when we're working from home, what's the best way to, to deal with this conflict? Yeah, look, I... 
I would go to um, triage it. I would go to, if you can get face-to-face, even as a coffee shop, if you haven't got an office, then do that. That would be the kind of the ultimate. If you can't, um, and then to go to a video conference because what we miss on phone is the non-verbal communication. What we also don't know by, by working remotely is what other distractions might be going on for people in the background that might make it difficult to actually have these more meaningful conversations. So if we can get on video, that actually helps that sense of being present. And if not, then then phone um, would be the next preference. Text, that's, text and email uh, can often get, you don't always get the full nuance of what people are meaning and uh, assumptions can be made and things can be worse and can be down the road you know, 50 yards before you even yeah, <laughs> get to yeah. what you actually wanted to talk about. Yeah, Ali, thank you so much for coming on Healthish. If you liked this chat with Alison or Ali Hill, her new book is called Work From Anywhere. We actually have more. That's right. We have just launched a big sister podcast called Extra Healthish, a new podcast from Body and Soul that gives you that little bit extra in your day. Hey, we all need it, don't we? Extra interviews, extra insights and extra healthy advice for your mind, body and soul. Extra Healthish publishes a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. And remember, jump on Facebook, jump on Instagram and follow us. Thank you for listening. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.